Welcome <laughs> to JB Trio Podcast, Season 2, Episode 6. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Christopher Woodmancy. Mark, the ancient warrior merchant. And welcome to our special episode, one of our few episodes that we don't have a guest. We're getting close towards the end of the summer league. We got a playoff coming up on week 12, and we're about to bowl week 10. We just finished week 9. How important it is, each game counts when it gets close to the playoff towards the end of the year. But before we go into the playoff discussion, let's discuss what happened last week. Team number three were the Ancient Warrior Bowls, Mark and Ron, against the first place team, the Pinstripes, who have basically made every team their bitch this summer. This past week was definitely no exception. Before you say that, Mark, by the way, viewers, this is the best thing you will ever hear in the history of bowling. <laughs> I knew Chris was going to relish this moment. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Continue, Mark. Listen, this was a complete yep, yep, annihilation. Yep. Complete annihilation. A bludgeoning. Oh, my God. They just ended our season for us. So now every week I can drink more. Not worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you got his own medicine. You know? Oh, I mean, I'm trying to rat you out, Mark. Look it. I'm already starting to pull my beer they destroyed us. I mean, what can you say? That team was phenomenal. It was just Mike Osborne was incredible, shooting his highest series of a 640, 817 with his handicap. God, Jared, 719 scratch, 767 with his handicap. That team ended up scoring high scratch game, high handicap game, high series for the season. They just blew us away. If they had bowled any team last night, for the whole year. Yeah. For the first game, which, by the way, this was their low game. They bowled a 474 for doubles. But with handicap, they averaged about 240 a man. That's their low game. The next game was in 587. God damn. I mean, that's about 290 a man. One guy, 295. The other was 293. They started out the league with low averages, but they are definitely climbing up. I mean, Mike right now, I think he took a 130 average last night, and he shot 646. He bowled 205 over his average. He made bowler of the week. He told Mark it was his highest average he had ever bowled in his life. He had a 146 average. Yeah, going in with a 146. And I got to tell you, he was around the pocket all night long. Never threw the ball any harder than 11 miles an hour. They were just like falling. You know what I mean? It was like domino effect. So he took a 146 and on the sheet now, which I just did an hour ago, is now at a 161. He climbed 15 pins in one night. That was week nine. So averages usually don't jump that high unless you do something like what he did. Yeah, so they bowled 587 that second game and 523 for their third. For fifteen eighty four, for a doubles. That is absolutely incredible. I mean, I would have to double check with the Denton County records to see what the record is. I'm pretty sure that's going to be up there. Yeah, that was just incredible. Yeah. No doubt about it. They just bludgeoned us. They killed us. <laughs> and Chris, what is your two cents on this? How much are you loving this? How can I put in the most sweetest words without offending anybody? So hopefully, I offend Mark though. For my tenure of JB Trio secretary, this is probably the most one-sided victory that I've ever seen. I mean, how Mark always said it, how they felt, those two guys who bowl against Mark and Ron, it's like bowling against the vacancy. 
No, but you know <laughs> so what? <I> like, <laughs> let, me, let me correct you there. Yeah. They would have killed the rest of the 12 teams in the league if they bowled them last night. But Jared did say to me and, and Ron that they knew they had to have their A game against us. They said everybody else in the league, they could give the B game and still win. <laughs> But they needed the A game against us. What would they need for the average Joe? He said they needed the A game, and they gave it their all. He oh. said any other team in the league, they wouldn't have the bowl like that. Well, see, 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 see no, no, you can't count that. Mark doesn't know a compliment from a, a regular person <laughs> and an elderly. So, come on. It's like helping an old person cross the road. You're just doing <laughs> it as a spite. Has average Joe bowled them yet? Oh, yeah, you did, right? You lost. Yeah. And we got, beat them. You got killed. But we didn't lose that bad. Yeah, like I said, they didn't need their A game to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they bowled 100 pins less than what they shot, they still beat you. It wasn't perfect because Mark's team managed to squeeze out an individual victory. They did get two points. I think it may have been Ron. 38 out of 40. And I did go to a house ball after I knew I was getting destroyed. <laughs> and you started bowling better. I did. Each game went up, and I, I grabbed the house ball. And, by the way, our league went back to the high end because, thankfully, they got the AC fixed. felt a lot cooler in there, so happy to have that done, finally. Mark's team did not have a good time last night. It's made their playoff hunt go down to about 2%. They got an outside chance, but it's really outside. No, we are done. We are done. They handed <laughs> us our walking papers. So now it's just come down every week and get drunk because <laughs> it's all over and then uh, we don't want to have average joes pass us in the standings <laughs> then the that would consolation be... is you're still ahead of average joe. yeah that would be disastrous they Look, had a good week i'm gonna jump to average joes what i can say about my game wasn't like mark it was actually the complete opposite <laughs> you know they did bowl team vacancy yeah but i mean i think mark's team is considered team vacancy this week just for this week <laughs> Just yeah, for this they, I think if they didn't show up, they probably would have gotten more points, maybe. Apparently, my dad bowled amazing. Like, he, he bowled like he should have been bowling like this all season. For some reason, he was just fired up, and he bowled above his average every game. I bowled great. It was just phenomenal. I did get it on my wife's head a little bit because she talked to me in the car. And apparently, she was kind of sad because... She would try and enjoy bowling against me, but I was so focused in the game and she likes to have fun and like party and giggle and clap hands and enjoy the, the strikes and spares. And I don't, I just like, Hey, you're doing your job, do your job. You're a bowler, act like a bowler, stuff like that. And she knows that, but she figured since we're bowling against each other, we'll have a little fun, stuff like that, which we didn't. So that kind of got her down in the game. So uh, so you treated her like shit? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I just thought we, we were trying to give each other our best games ever. That's what I thought in my head. I thought we were trying to give each other the best games. Not like that. So I took it the wrong way. I, I apologize. And, but and you slept so, ended up taking 36. And you slept in a separate actually, bedroom once again. <laughs> I was about to say, next time she says, if we ever bowl you guys again, you better bring the divorce papers. <laughs> we actually ended the night pretty good with Whataburger and fell asleep. Oh, there you go. We did the same. Even with uh, Jennifer? No, she, she went home early. She drove with her mom, and it was just me and the kids. Yeah, I was about to say, Jennifer, Whataburger, what? <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, you slept on the couch. <laughs> no. 
but in his mind, he said, at least I won in bowling. I'll take sleeping on the couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are right about that. So, yeah, you guys ended up taking 36, 36 out of 40. So, yeah, I don't think she would be. On the worst pair in the house, I may have asked, like 29, 30, 30 they, yeah. suck. they suck. They do. And so that puts We Two Queens in dead last. It sure does. They only it maybe did it lock them in or just like hold them? It holds them for now. And what's even odd is that Kim bowled pretty good. She actually made bowler of the week for the ladies. Unfortunately, the ladies didn't bowl too good this week, and she was the best one out of them. But you guys must have just really kicked their ass because she bowled good. It must have been Camilla that bowled bad. It must have really gotten in her head. Mm. So let her know she's about to get a keychain for an award. What <laughs> <laughs> oh. team plays? Mm-hmm. Oh. Dang. So, yeah, they only took four. You guys took 36. The next team was Team 11. They actually didn't bowl a team. Team 13 is going to post bowl. We'll have the results there next week. And then my team ended up bowling Tammy and Joe, the Lopez's. In our picks last week, I picked against my team. We ended up beating them. We beat them 28 out of 40. We had a good week. I shot almost 650, but it was probably the worst 650 I ever bowled. I, they didn't quite bowl up to par. They usually average pretty high, and they didn't bowl very good. Looking at that match, I mean, the first game they shot 492. Oh, yeah, they killed uh, us the first match, but then what they fell off. The second, yeah, what happened the second game? They went from uh, 492 to 383. She bowled consistent. She hit the pocket. She lost her carry. Joe actually was the one that surprised me because he bowled really good that first game, even though I beat him. The second game, he fell off. I don't know if he just didn't transition with a shot, but he couldn't hit the pocket for anything that second game. I think Tammy beat him series-wise. And what was that? What was the series, you know? I'm, I'm trying to get it's, insight it's on mind. whether I should pick them or our team next week. <laughs> If they bowled like they did that first game, I'd, I'd probably pick against you guys. But she bowled probably 580, and he bowled like – I think he bowled close to six or a little over six. But I shot 650, and I beat him. I ended up beating him. That doesn't bowl well for us. I don't think we're going to beat <laughs> No. Who do you got next week, Mark? We got the Lopez's, you know? Oh, got them. yeah. Okay. I mean, yes. I already know my vote for that one. So. <laughs> And then the next period was Team 6 against Team 14. LPC, which is Jeff and Robert, against Three Fingers, Jake and Phil. Phil was here this week, so Jake didn't have to find a sub for him. They didn't bowl so good. Phil, since he took nearly three weeks off, came back kind of rusty. Even though I said he practiced and he had some 200 games, he sure didn't bowl like it. Last night, I think his first game was like 105. They took a beating. Team 6 ended up taking 34 out of 40. The next pair... Team 5 and 2, that's Joey Robb against my two sons. The Gutter Fluffers, Team 2. The hard part about our picks, they tied. They took 20 and 20. And then to finish it off, Neil's team, Team 10, we deliver against Team 8, which is Greg and Robert. Got back in the form. They actually outbowled Neil and Kyle and ended up beating them 26 out of 40. So it's good to see Greg and Robert back in form. Neil bowled pretty good. He bowled 220 every game, and he shot almost 680. That wasn't enough to beat Greg and Robert. They beat them. Standings-wise, Pinstripes is still in the lead at 265. Team 8 held second at 217. Team 7, it's been a while. The Lopez is at 206. And we deliver at 202. So that makes up the top four, which we'll discuss here in a moment for our playoff. My team, Pussy Whipped, is only three points out of fourth place at 199. Joey's team, Take It, Joey and Maddie, they're at 188. 
Mavericks at 185, and they're going to make up. So they make jump ahead of me and Joey's team. Yeah, we'll I mean, when they do that makeup, if, if they take 18 points in their makeup, they'd be in fourth place. They would. They definitely so, would. So something else to think about. Could be a mix. Uh, unstoppable there. forces is at 183, LPC 181. So all those teams there still got a shot to make yeah. the playoff. And then this next group, you can just drop off. <laughs> you know, so it does we, kind of take a drop off to gutter fluffers. My two sons at 168. We got balls. Mark's team 158. And then the average Joe's right next to him trying to catch him at 135. Ooh, yeah, boy. Three fingers at 131, and unfortunately, the two queens, our favorite team, the bottom at 102, but you never know. I'm almost feeling like the bottom six should have a playoff. (laughs) Oh, my God. For what? Fights that keychain and plaque. That just goes to show you that's like Chris's team was on the bottom for the fall league, and they got to bowl the blind team probably the most out of any other team. And so if we had a position around, they'd bowl his wife's team again. Now we're getting into week 10, which since it's late in the summer, summer leagues tend to only be about 14 to 15 weeks. Ours is 14. Now that we've gotten to week 10, our summer league, we do a playoff week which is going to be on week 12, how we've made it up. The top four teams will face each other in the playoff and everybody else will bowl a regular scheduled week. Similar to most pro sports playoff, the first place team will bowl fourth and the second team will bowl the third place team. And then the winners of those two spots will face off first and second in the position round in week 13. End a note with the playoffs starting on week 12, there are only two weeks left to get yourself in the top four. And there's so many teams. There's the team that is in the 181 spot is LPC, and they are at ninth. Any team that's in the top nine still has a shot. That's why we added the playoff is to make the summer league interesting. A lot of people don't take it seriously. They make it to where they, a lot of league bowlers just work on their game and treat it mostly as fun. So we figure we'll throw in an added element and make it interesting, and it really does. It almost makes it to where every week is three times as important as what it would be without it because weeks 10 and 11, all these teams are just trying to scramble to make the playoff. Every game counts. Every game is important and a lot of fun. Yeah, and pinstripes didn't have to do that to us. They, they could have given you hope. Yeah, they could have given us 20, and they'd still be hanging in there. Well, technically, you still got an outside shot. I mean, you guys are in 11th place. Yeah. What are you drinking? You got to be drinking. <laughs> Let's say if you guys went 40 and 40, that puts you at 238. And I know everybody else would have to lose and would normally get you in third or fourth place. There's a chance. And you guys bowl one of the teams that's sitting in the playoff right now, which is Team 7. They're currently sitting in third. If you guys do what Team 12 did to you this past Tuesday, then you'll have an outside shot still. Oh, listen, I will bet you right now, if we end up in the top four, I'll buy your wife her medicine for the, re- <laughs> for the rest of the week at the bar. <laughs> oh, well, hey, if, uh, if you're going to bet those kind of bets. Uh, <laughs> but I think I'll take a pass on that one. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> you and Chris should make a wager on who's going to finish higher. Whoever doesn't has to wear a skirt and a wig. <laughs> I was just thinking that, to be honest. You'd be willing to do it again, Chris, if you lost? He got more men talking to him that night than he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got to meet Chris Barnes. 
Oh, yeah. Don't remind me. That <laughs> was horrible. We introduced him to Christine. It's kind of funny, but on your page, the, the picture is Chris in his skirt. Oh, yeah. I saw them. I said, what pick defines the league? And I had to pick that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, so no harm. <laughs> Chris would like to forget it. But, yeah, I mean, we should make a bet, but I will make a bet next week once I see you got a good match next week. Why don't we go ahead and go into Beat Mark's picks? Yeah, look at I'll give you the rundown. Beat Mark's picks. Getting into last week's result, we do have one makeup. We have six games that we had tallied up. My record this week. Three, two, and one. Lee followed by two, three, and one. And Chris again hanging in there <laughs> in, the bo- in the bottom. One, four, and one. Yeah, I think our guests are still picking Chris's picks. <laughs> Dang it. They so, missed two weeks. Missed two weeks, and their record's 22 and 20. Oh, wow. And, and Chris is 18, 36, and one. Oh, my God. They still got a two-game lead on you? If if we picked against Chris's picks every single week, we'd be 36 and 18. (laughs) As it stands now, I'm a 61.1% winning percentage. Lee's 51.85. Our guests are 52.4. And we won't even talk about Chris's (laughs) (laughs) 33.33. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I have too much faith. Like, I had faith in Neil last week. What did he do? Suck it up. In that one match that needs to be made up, we all took Team 13 to win that match. So it won't really change. Yeah. No, it won't. Uh, no, I mean, and, and I take it back. And I take it back. Neil didn't suck it up. Kyle sucked it up. Oh, he's a, he's a mystery ball. You don't know what you're going to get, a sucky Kyle or a good Kyle. Yeah, Kyle the week before shot six something. Yeah, I know. And I believed in him. <laughs> no, never doing that again. I know I picked Kyle's team too. And Mark, I don't know why you picked the other team, but I nope. guess it turned out to be a good pick. You know, I think what happened was we bowled them the week before. They struggled a bit the low end of the house. You know what I mean? So I just had a feeling flipping it but back. But Neil wasn't the there. Neil wasn't even there. When we ended up bowling, they struggled down the Greg bowled decent down on the low end, but I felt like they were going to pick their game up on the high end. And a uh, good pick, a good yeah. pick. And, and again, he'd been out for what two weeks. So right, yeah. um, which he clarified he was sick two weeks ago, and then last week he was on vacation, so he wasn't sick for two yeah. weeks. So we we're happy to have him back. He bowled good last night; he just couldn't pull together. And I think really that pushed me <laughs> towards going against them. Though Kyle bowled really well two weeks down that low end. Yeah. And his team, without Neil, won a boatload of points. Yeah, exactly. That's what I went for him. Obviously, we all know high end is different than the low end. Some people bowl good down the low end. Some people bowl better at the high end. It does make a difference. And when I go through my picks here, I kind of look at that. Now with the intensity up a notch going into week 10, there's going to be a lot more teams that are feeling the heat about the playoff coming up. Not for the bottom six, though. (laughs) Yeah, Mark, don't forget there's nothing on the line. You're just there to have fun. Like you said, that's the teams that end up beating the top tier teams. Mark needs to worry about his team in the fall. That's it. 
Like, who am I going to pick up? Is Ron going to be here next year? What happens? You know, look, at the only thing we can do, like, this coming up week and when we go through this is we can be, you know, spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. We're bowling the third place team. We can do just what Pinstripes did to us this week. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I don't know how y'all feel, but Maddie's about to go off to college. And I thought she did such a great job being a guest last time. And she just was so natural. I thought she would be a great guest just for one last time before she off to college. No. Yeah, that's right. No. Maddie told us that after week 10, because she is going to be going off to college. Is she going to be bowling week 10? Believe that she is, but I don't know. I think Joey talked to me about it soon, and we'll have to figure something out. I thought I heard she wasn't. She said to me, next week is her last week. No, I think it'd be nice to have her for a guest. I agree with Jennifer there. We'll make it special for her. She definitely has different feelings about Chris now that I'd really like to hear. (laughs) Actually, maybe we switch up Chris probes and it's maddie probes this week. hey oh my god <laughs> that's what we got to do i'm going to talk to her tomorrow night so i'll mention that she is going to be the guest and to come up with some probe material um, we probably won't have yeah. a podcast because we're saying her name too many too many times and the fans <laughs> might like kick us out this will probably be our last podcast going for the picks teams four and eleven average joe's ricky <laughs> the ball in alina not yeah. the ball gaggers. The ball gaggers. The you, could put, like, you could put unstoppable forces slash ball gaggers. I'm sure they would not want me to put that. So for this one, I am going against myself. I'm going with Team 11 because Ricky's wow. on fire. Ricky's wow. on fire. So after if, all that, you're picking against yourself. Yeah, I'm picking Team 11 because of Ricky. And because Alina, she's good. So it's Ricky's hot. I mean, because you and your dad had a great week. Yes, but that's like one week. I was like, uh, Eclipse came in, a shooting star came in it was the same day, and then Biden fell down like a bike again. <laughs> so it was all perfect day. That's what, it was a perfect day. Oh yeah. So now we see who the real ball gagger is. Yeah. See? <laughs> Ricky bowled good, but Elena didn't show up, and we had to get a last second sub, which was Rick. Rick Connor. He bowled decent. And drunk. And drunk. Very drunk. Yep. He had a lot of fun. He brought his son up. His son bowls in the early shift, and they brought a whole bunch of buddies up and they uh-huh. were next to him. And I know that your dad had found something on that pair watching him bowl. He was bowling really good. You bowled good. You had about a 650. Well, this is actually a tough pick. I hate to say it, but both your teams are at the bottom, probably not making the playoff. I'm going to have to go with them. I'm going to have to say unstoppable forces, kind of like what you said earlier, Chris, that Ricky's on fire. They said they they probably will rename their team Rick 2.0 since they're both named Rick if Rick does bowl again. I'm going to go with them only because I think you're right. I think Ricky's he's going to be motivated to bowl good, especially against you. He's going to bring that into next week. But it could go either way. The one mistake you made, Lee, in that whole analogy there, as you said, Chris's team probably won't make the playoffs. <laughs> they're, they're not going to make the playoffs. Let's get that straight. Hey, so wait, I, I just got to get to like position before, right? This match here, I do like Alina and Ricky, but if Alina doesn't show up, that leaves the door open. It does. In my mind, because it all depends on who that person is and what confidence in Ricky and Alina in that this match than Ricky and who knows who. I will stick with Alina and Ricky with the hopes that Alina is going to show up. 
Okay. Well, after all that, so I'm just, okay. So God forbid that you pick Chris's team to win, huh? Yeah, right. I kind of hope my team wins. <laughs> what scares me more is picking the same side that Chris picked on. <laughs> now you got to pick with Chris or pick Chris's team. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. Way. That scares me more. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you there. All right, so, so this is the easy pick. I'm not going to talk a lot on this pick. 14 versus 8, three fingers, teammate. I'm going teammate. I'm going fucking teammate. I oh, did that last week. Man. They screwed me. I still love them, though. They still have a lot to learn. But no, teammate. Well, I'm going to agree with you. Only because teammate is in second place. Greg and Robert, they both better on the high end. They got a lot of momentum. But don't think it's a lock because they got a lot more handicap on Team 14 because they've been practicing yes. a lot. They've been taking bowling league really serious. They're your former protégés, so they kind of betrayed you and went with somebody else as their coach. There is potential to be an upset here. And that's exactly why I'm going with 14. Because they're getting 116 pins a game. They got a new coach. Greg and them are moving towards the lower end of the house. They bowled pretty damn good down on the high end, but they struggled down on the low end. And now we're getting down to the middle of the house there in front of the bar. I just think 14 can do it. A lot of handicap, they're they're getting better. I got to go with them. I mean, especially the fact that they got this new coach. (laughs) <laughs> they separated themselves from Chris. And the they're, they're, you know, now they're now they're motivated to stay behind the line. Not the, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's the worst mistake. They should have never left me. They should not have. They you see Christian? Have. Christian. I mean, he's completely out of his classes. He's on his own now. Oh, so mm-hmm. he left you too? No, he, he he graduated. So he's forever your protege. Yeah, he graduated. Now he's a good bowler. He's getting better every day. Well, I can't argue that. Okay, so we all picked eight? Okay. No, no I picked 14. I took, I took 14. Oh, my God. That could be the pair to look at because you and me could gain a point on Mark. Well, that's an L for Mark, so. <laughs> Take, put that in the books. You're going to need 20 more. Uh, <laughs> 20 more wins over me just to catch me. Yeah, in fact, I think I've already got him locked out even if we gave him. Seven points. <laughs> well, your winning percentage is almost double. Damn. And there's only four more weeks to pick. I'm going to go a perfect picks here. It could be. Seven hour here. I don't think I'd bet on it, but it could be. I don't think anybody's ever gone seven and oh. It, it's not easy. I'll be the first. I'll be the first. What's the highest? Has somebody went at least with one loss, or has it been two losses? I think six and one. Six and one has been... Yeah, yeah I think somebody went six and one. Yeah, I did. I went six and one. Are you sure that wasn't one and six? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did go one and six as well, but I, doubt, I also went six and one. I think you went one and six several times. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but let's not talk about that. I did go six and one, though. Yeah, ever since these picks started, it's not been pretty for you, Chris. I'm already looking at the head next year. <laughs> Always looking at next year. Yep. All right, so the what's the next pair? What do we got next? All right, next pair, we got team number six, LPC, team number two, gutter, gutter fluffers. Man, and that's a freaking hard one. <laughs> Man, that's a hard one. Ninth place against tenth place. Mm. It's one of my easiest picks. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go – I'm going two gutter fluffers. Oh, no. Mark's got to make a last-second change. 
Well, I'm agreeing with Chris. I'm going with my two sons who are on team two, gutter fluffers, even though they're pretty much locked out of the playoff hunt. I still got faith in them. I'm going to make sure to feed them right that day and make sure. That feed everyone... them right. Yeah, exactly. Did you say feed them or beat them? Oh, beat them. Or maybe I can tell them if they don't come home with a win and I need this pick really bad to get ahead of Mark that they yeah. can pack a bag if they lose. They sleep outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going with two. It's a difference of 28 pins handicap between the two teams. We put the kibosh on them. Clean sweep. 28. Just, yeah, I just think that's they can overcome that. Wow. Yeah, I think so. So that's two teams we did clean sweep on. You know, 11 and two. Same teams. 11 and two. That means that team's going to win. All right, team five, Joey's team nine, we two queens. My baby won't be bowling against me. Her bowling mentality will be back to normal. She'll probably have fun. Joey's bowling wife. Is, yeah, Joey. It's basically the the whole Rob family against each other. It is. So, so Maddie Rob. going to be bowling against her husband and daughters. But Kim, Kim versus really Maddie head to head. Exactly. Kim versus Maddie head to head. So it's going to be a great game overall. We'll love to watch it. But I believe Joey will – show off to his wife like I did mine and just take it. <laughs> and I think Team 5 will win. So back-to-back weeks, we have husband against wife, and the husband won the first week. I got a feeling it's going to be husband taking another week, so I'm going with Team 5 as well. So I'm picking Joey and Maddie. But Maddie's been bowling off the charts. She bowled on one and two two weeks ago, killed it. I think she's going to ride that high into this next week. She told me a couple weeks ago she really likes beating her mom. I guess they got some sort of a competitive thing going. I'm going to pull for Maddie, and it's going to be her last week here, so it's going to be a kind of a goodbye sentimental type thing. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Maddie and Joey. The only difference between husband and wife match this past week Chris and Camilla and the husband and wife match coming up is Chris didn't sit at the same table as his wife, but this group will. They will table or sleep in the same bed that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll sleep in the same bed and they'll all be at the same table. So that said, I will go with team five as well. <laughs> and, and really, wow. I'd like, I'd, and more so like Lee said, Maddie, really competitive against her mom. And I think, you know, this will be a good send-off. I do, too. And it's going to be Maddie's week. It's going to be kind of sad. She's going off to college, so it's going to be a good send-off. So I think it'll be fun. So we all <laughs> voted for Team 5, all of us. That's another clean sweep. Uh, we put the kibosh in them, too. <laughs> so Team 10 versus Team 12. 12 had a piece of old people. So they're not going to go easy. <laughs> so when Neil and Cal go up, another pair of old people, oh, no, they probably just are used to it now. I think their 12 is going to take it. I think they found the taste of blood after last week. I think they're going to ride that high all the way to the end. Well, this is going to be the match of the year, I think, because Neil is a classic bowler. He averages around 220 on his best day. Even better than that. His average right now is actually currently sitting at 213, second highest average in the league behind Joey. I know it's going to be tough for Team 12 to repeat their performance of the previous week, but they've been doing it every single week, and they've been the most consistent team in the league this summer. That's definitely obvious. Really a hard pick. No, I'm not. I'm taking Team 10. So I'm You're crazy. No, uh, look at uh, I'm going with Team 10 because Team 12 
burn themselves out being us this week. <laughs> they burned themselves out. Uh, they to... threw everything but the kitchen sink at you. Yeah, head. they did. And they burned wow. themselves And, you know, they got a really comfortable lead right now. So there's nothing to stress over. They knew they had to bring their Super A game against us. They did. They burned themselves out. They're going to be exhausted going into this match. I am taking Team 10. So, Lee, if uh, that makes any difference, Team 10 is what I'm taking. It does. does, I was going to pick Team 10. But remember, Chris is taking Team 12. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. I've been picking Neil's team lately, and I'm kind of questioning it. So I was thinking I was definitely picking 12. But if you're picking 10, I've got to gain some points on you. I'm going with 12. I'm going to go okay. with 12. I'm going to see if they can ride that high because they've done it to every team in the league so far. Why not Neil? Yeah, good pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> All right, Team 7 versus Team 3. Now, this is also a very easy pick. You have the it been a while and then the vacancy. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, are they going to be there today? I'm sorry for Ron, but Ron is like basically has a shackle. That little, <laughs> he has a little ball connected oh, to his ankle. Oh, and, and then that ball has a big mark on it. <laughs> I feel Ron is trapped. So I have to go with Team 7 <laughs> on this one because of that. The Lopez, that was, that's, that's a good pick. That, that was very cute the way you said that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I did. One thing that was interesting this past week, Ron had his two sisters and his nephew at our table this week. Oh, really? Yeah, you guys didn't know that. Yeah, he had his younger sister, older sister, and his nephew watching his bowl this past week. Lee, I'll jump ahead of you on this pick. This is going to be a tough match. We're only getting three. You know, it's a difference of three pins in handicap with that team. I don't know a lot about the Lopez's, but I do know I am struggling out there really struggling. So I'm a little concerned because of this team being pretty good. So I am going to pick against our team. Oh, go with the Lopez. That's first Yeah. And I, I just, wow. I'm not confident in the way I'm bowling, even though I'm getting a lot of sticks. I can't. Wow. Uh, that's something. That's something. It's almost like you've turned them in the towel and said, Chris, you're right on everything you just said. Ron, Ron, I heard. I hope you hear this. I mean, <laughs> he does listen. I think. No, he does. You know, I am struggling for sure. You know what? I do got to go with what I think is going to help me win these picks. So, Mark, I know it's kind of a setup if you pick against yourself because it's a plus plus if you pick against yourself and bowl bad or you bowl good. But I am going to pick your team because I think. I think you guys are definitely due for a win or overdue, maybe. Funny thing is, when Ron is back against the wall, he pulls out a 750 every so often. I think he likes bowling on 29 and 30, if I remember correctly. I'm going with your team. Don't normally like to pick against the Lopez's because they're both good, but I think you guys are going to bring it this week. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a little bit of a struggle for Ron at least one game every week. I mean, he'll shoot 230. 220 and then he'll have like that 160 game or something he, he he has one game that's been killing him every week whether it's the first game or the last game and this week i think it was the last game if i'm not mistaken where the week before it was the first game you need to play spoiler you know yeah. this is a perfect opportunity to, it is it really is really mix things up like you said when we looked at the standings there's a good 
eight teams that are fighting for that four positions. And if, if we can damage one of those eight, things can really be shaken up. Yep, they're in third right now. It's a tight third. Between second and ninth, there's only, uh, looks like, around 30-point difference. Yeah, if you guys did do that to the Lopez's, they could be kicked out all the way to ninth. Yeah, but that's what we want to do. We got to we gotta play spoilers now, and and we've got an opportunity to bowl somebody that's in a position up there where next week is not one of those top eight teams. Yeah, I think, it's, I think you guys are overdue. All right, well, let's get to this last one. I'll go first since it's my team. 31-32, another freaking wall week for me. I've had like three or four wall week. When we got moved to the low end, I got shoved on one and two. That was a bitch. And now I got 31-32 again. But you never know. It could be a good pair. Sometimes they, you, you get surprised with that pair. But my team is going against Brian's team and Chris's protege, Christian. It's, it's almost like he was even named after you, Chris, with that name. Exactly. <laughs> we snuck out a victory against the Lopez's. They could have had potentially been in second place if they had beat us, but we we actually beat them. I don't know how we snuck out a victory. It's just one of those weeks where we just got lucky because each game was within uh, 10 pins or 20 pins. So it was really close. This week, however, I don't think it's going to be close. I think Brian and Christian, are, they've been bowling really good lately. I don't know if they've been bowling good together. It seems like every other week one bowls great and bails the other one out. But I think I'm going to actually go with, with Christian's team. I'm picking against my own team this week. Smart wow. All of us this week voted against our teams. Oh, you know, we did. But I got to say, that's a smart move, Lee. I agree. I, I think Christian and Brian are going to do it. For the simple reason is I think that wall could be tricky for Henderson, who we know will be bowling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and yeah. my wife is no longer bowling. She yeah. hurt her back. She begged me to kick her out of the league. And I said, okay, I'll make sure Mike's on our roster. And But she'll come down for her medicine. Yes, she yeah, will. Her medicine. Yeah, her, her little, her little <laughs> pick-me-up. Yeah. But there's an 18-pin difference. That's not huge. And no. and I think if Chris gives Christian the man hug before the match, <laughs> that's, that's just that's the motivation gonna, he needs. Yeah, that that's going to be the motivational <laughs> hug that's going to take this team to victory. I didn't believe you with those hugs, Mark, until I saw it with my own eyes. It, it happened like a couple of weeks ago, and it was like all intimate. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, it's, sometimes it's a bump and a grind. Oh, <laughs> hey, we're getting into it. Got a yeah. little moaning one week. Chris, Chris likes, Christian likes to get in deep. Yeah. Yes. When he was, I think it, yeah, I thought I heard a little moaning one week. <laughs> well, you know, Christian is a little bit smaller than Chris, and he just likes to just get lost in Chris's arms. Well, I mean, Christian, Christian has me a nickname for him. He only says it to me. Oh, he's he got a pet me. name for you. Yes, yes, he really does. He calls me Big Bear. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh so, my God! That's so, funny. And, and so unless Chris is giving you, Lee, and Mike Henderson a hug, I think I just got to. I got to go with Christian Brian now. Well, I'm also going for Team Thirteen. Oh wow! Another clean sweep. There's four clean sweeps, and I've got to find ways to win. I've got to get this thing under control. I'm I'm getting, I'm falling way too behind from Mark. Yeah, me too. I got I got to pick my game up. So the teams to look at in these picks, 14-8 and 10-12. and 
10, yeah. 12. Those are the two marquee matches. You guys can pick up ground there. And what, there's one more. So we picked four, and so that leaves three others. What's that third one? Seven and three. Seven uh, and three. Seven and three is the other one. Yeah. Oh, and of course, Mark. Who's who for, who for Mark? I voted uh, for Lee Mark. Did. Lee did. Oh, you did. Right. Oh, and of course, it's a setup. It's all in Mark's hands. Yeah. We'll have some creative bowling coming up. Yeah, he probably throw like two gutters in the tent. <laughs> Just a, a locking in. <laughs> hey, Lee. Do you yeah. ever consider doing a poll to see interest in maybe making this a doubles league as opposed to a trio? I don't know if we should go that route only because we might end up losing some bowlers, some teams, because we've even just as early as last night, I've already had teams reserve their spots for a trio. I'd hate to tell them it's all of a sudden a double and they got to drop somebody because it's, you know, I hate yeah. anybody to have to drop a member. And I mean, give them the are, you any, are you saying that because of one team, like I could think of David Pride? Well, the prize for one, that would be put in a bad position. And then Rick Connor last night says he's joining our league. He's defecting from Louisville Mixed to JB Trios. And he's, it's going to be him and his son. And he's wanting to talk to his wife into it, but he's already got a third bowler. And she's going to be like the fourth. Yeah. Um, so he's yeah. already got a set team. And there are teams that are all family, like you, Chris and your wife. I don't know if my wife's going to bowl, but then me and my two sons, we love to bowl together. So it, it, it would be a tough thing to go from from triple to doubles for a lot of teams. I mean, are you doing this for the people feelings or are you doing like you can make like three people happy or you can get 10 new people happy? Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, I think Camilla would be perfectly fine breaking up with Chris. And <laughs> she, will. she would. She but, would. But, she would. But to be honest with you, potentially – we lost a lot of trio teams because of the fact that we don't start on time. But when you make it a doubles league, you have the potential to bring back the Kevin Cobbs, the, you know, Pete. The, Pete, the Pete, the Ron, because the they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll finish 45 minutes earlier than they would if they were <laughs> a three man team. You know what I mean? So it could gather some interest on the other hand as well. You know, from yeah. from bowlers that we have lost. You know, that's true. That's always true. Throwing some ideas around, and we've got our whole board of directors on the podcast because Chris, you're our president, and Mark, you're our vice president. So you know, there's different ideas that we can come up with. But we've got some bowler of the weeks to get to. The bowler of the week for this past week, week nine, was of course Mike Osborne and. He bowled against Mark, as you heard earlier. He shot, I think it was 646 for his highest series ever. He bowled 202 pins over his average, which is the second time that's happened to Mark. He, in the fall, Richard Flores, who bowled heads up against Mark, 31-32, um, I think it was in the middle of the season, like around 17 or 18 week. And he bowled also 200 pins over his average. So on both occasions, it happened against Mark. Because they know what they got to bring their A game against me. <laughs> you know? Anybody yeah. else that could throw their B game and win. <laughs> you bring out the best in bowlers. I do. I really do. I <laughs> But 200 pins in one night to happen two times against one single person in less than a year, I don't know what those odds would be, but that's got to be pretty low. Doesn't it want to make you quit? 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, does it, Mark? Does it? Do you have something to say on this podcast? No. When they tell me that they really had to bring their A game against me, it makes me feel at least a little bit good about it. And didn't Maddie bowl that high series against you? Wasn't that she? Bowled yeah, her highest game? series against me, and then I think the next week she beat that against Kyle. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So, man, I'm telling you, you're just a fun guy that they love to beat up on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I got to start getting mean like Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Kicking people out of bed. Don't sit at my table. Yep. (laughs) For the Mm -hmm. ladies, we had Kim Robb, who we would have wanted as guest tonight, but she is doing the nine-pin no-tap tournament. But maybe next time, Kim, if you're listening, Boulder of the Week, you had 68 pins over your average, and you bowled a really good week, so – you now join Maddie as one of the females for the summer that had Boulder of the Week. So congrats goes to Kim. Joey, we're still waiting for you. We don't have Joey's name on the list for Boulder of the Week. So, Joey, another week we missed you, buddy. What do you think about a mom-daughter guest? We might have to. Yeah, a mom-daughter guest. Yeah, and then they they can both probe Chris. (laughs) We'll have to see next week. Yeah. Hopefully, Camilla won't get too jealous when she finds out two women probe Chris. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, might, that might be something to think about for next week. That'll definitely get them kicked out of bed again. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel good about these picks this week, too. I really do. But Man, you're running away with this damn thing. That's why it's called Beat Mark's Picks. Beat Mark's Picks, because nobody emba- can beat you. It'd be embarrassing if it was Beat Chris's picks. <laughs> Imagine if it was a segment, Beat Chris's picks. I can't wait until next year. Next season, yeah. it will be Chris's picks. Is that a guarantee? Or are you throwing guarantee. it Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Throwing it out. Wow. Just how I guarantee the 700 game, very last week, player of the week. Guaranteeing now. So you heard it here first. It's a guarantee that come this fall, when we bring over the picks for the fall, that Chris is going to win it. He's going to beat Mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a, his record will be after 18 weeks, right? The first half. Well, it can't be any worse than it is now. I know, That's right? So bad. <laughs> what is that, Mark? 33%? 33.33%, yeah. That is definitely the Woodman's Eve Pick Award. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, 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 matter of fact, who was the Woodman's Eve Baller of the Week? Uh, it was the guy I who went against you. Uh, it was Jared. He went 185, 279. He left early. We didn't even get a chance to tell him. So he wow. went Woodman's Eve. He got 94 pins difference. Holy God. So how about that? All right. Thank you, viewers and listeners. Thank you for coming back. Sorry we missed you last week, but here's a twofer. We talked about last week and some of this week and what our future is going to be in the League of JB Trios. Please come back for our next week podcast. If you do not come back, you'll be like, we got balls and the pinstripes crushing we got balls like no other we'll see you next week